You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hey guys, this is episode 55 of The Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your humble host, Exotic Vivian. And joining me today as my co-host and guest is the incredibly intelligent and boss babe, Miss Amberly Rothfield. Amberly is a 13-year veteran of the phone sex, cam performing, and erotic audio recording world. She now teaches how to set up, market, and create a profitable business in the adult industry. She is also author of the books, How I Made 10K a Month in Phone Sex and Financial Domination, Tales of an Online Mistress. Ms. Rothfield strives to help sex workers show the world that this is work. Hello, Amberly. Welcome back to the show. Thank How you. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. And you're going to co-host with me today. I'm excited. Yes, I feel, I feel ready. <laughs> so I'm going to let you uh, uh, do the honors of uh, reading and advantage of hiring companions. Awesome. Yes. So advantage of hiring companions from yes. Olivia Winsome at Olivia Winsome. That would be Twitter, not Instagram, right? Yes, that's Twitter. Making sure. A companion offers a discreet NSA, no strings attached service. Companions can give a man the ability to make his fantasies come true or just have some intimacy that he may not be getting elsewhere. This is achieved without causing havoc on his personal or family life. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. I like that. that was- <laughs> That was so succinct and eloquent and everything put together. I would, yeah. We actually would, got a we got a lot of responses because I posted, you know, what are some advantages because I got tired of coming up with them, Chantel and I. <laughs> so everybody responded. So I'm just reading off this list until it expires and then I'll probably start another one. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for reading that. Yeah, I know. Like, we're, we're the ship. Okay, so what's new with you? Tell what? us. Jesus, since the last time I spoke to you, just chaos and beautifulness unbound, apparently. My new book is out, which is funny. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I am also going to be in LA August 3rd through the 10th, and then in Portland on the 11th, or in LA, I'll be there for the community. Why not a word? And then Portland, I'll be also doing the biggest show I've ever done for the Mystery Box show. So I'm super excited. If you guys Look at out. you. Look at you. Didn't you get nominated for something and why not? Or what, did I read I, that wrong online? No, I, I did. Uh, most Helpful Model. Toot your horn, girl. Toot, <laughs> thank, toot. You. thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I was, uh, I was nominated. I didn't win the Exit Award. Uh, okay. I couldn't go to Miami for that. Nice, nice. Um. So are you going to be doing any classes or anything while you're there? Or are you just strictly attending these uh, shows? I'm slated to teach a class. We'll see if they put me on the schedule that they have asked. But there's no official class at the mm-hmm. four-day event. But I will be um, not teaching class, but telling crazy stories at the Mystery Box show in Portland. Awesome. Awesome. So people, check her out. Thank you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what about you what's up with you i it's been a minute since yeah yeah it has been a minute well seeing how it is um uh solo yolo <laughs> uh the sexy escort guide is making its very first hire i need help okay <laughs> I, I need all the help i can get so i am looking for a person with a strong background in sales and marketing 
This person will be responsible for acquiring new corporate sponsors for the show. You must be great at selling and cold calling new prospects. You must be a self-starter and goal-driven. Pay will be commission-based with room for growth and other bonus and benefits after the 90-day probation period. Come with your A-game and be ready to win. To apply, send your resume to info at tsegp.com. If I wasn't globetrotting right now, my resume would be in right now. <laughs> You're too busy for the show. <laughs> I would, but I'm just saying, if I wasn't, I would shut that Yeah, that hey, would be- I, I know. I would want you on my team. <laughs> you would be the one I would hire. I wouldn't even put this ad out. What's the point? <laughs> it'll, be a, it, it'll be an inside hire. But So if you guys are listening out there, come show me your stuff because we want to grow this show so we can reach even more people. All righty, but that's it for me. And then, of course, I'm in Miami. Anybody's in town, ladies, gentlemen, hit me up. Vivian at TSEGP.com. Let's move on to the news. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. Companion Tax is a leading provider of professional tax, accounting, and business services designed for the unique business needs of companions. They have been in business since 2011, having become a leading resource for the community. If you want a concise overview of the issues that companions face in making sure their businesses are set up and managed correctly, and a good overview of tax issues, take a listen to episode 7 and 36, where we interviewed the owner, Mary Lee. Companion Tax is now accepting new clients in just rolled out all-inclusive tax and accounting monthly packages and waive the initial consultation fee just for our listeners. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form with the code TSEG2018 to get started and take charge of your financial future. Okay, uh, this is an opinion piece, which we normally don't do, but I just thought it was hilarious, so I had to do this. This is an opinion piece by Inez Stepman from USA Today, June 20th, 2019. And the title is, Hey Teen Vogue, on career day, no young girl should say, I want to be a prostitute. That's a nice little uh, opener. Okay, so the article starts off with Stepman proclaiming, It's one thing for adults to debate decriminalizing prostitution. It's entirely another to promote it as a fulfilling career choice to young girls. This week, Teen Vogue promoted a column by a doctor calling for the legalization of sex work. This will generally go unremarked upon. Similar arguments appear across media landscape and even in the Democratic presidential campaign. But for her characterization of prostitution to the young readers of the magazine as a mere career choice, as valid as any other. The column in question compared selling your body for cash to the practice of medicine. Just another profession, just another choice. In fact, supporting prostitution is described as the litmus test for intersectional feminism. When you think about it, the author asks, aren't I a sex worker? And in some ways, aren't we all? Teen Vogue is just the latest example of a trend that treats sex work as a valid career to be marketed to young girls. In Stockton, California, a high school newspaper recently caused a stir by printing a favorable profile on a senior who makes money by appearing in pornography. The girl says she's estranged from her parents and short on cash, but perhaps such, quote, opportunities will soon be part of career counseling. Good sexual decisions require good judgment, Stepman wrote. And given the way many people in our culture talk about sex, it's hard to argue the opposite. 
If consent is our only moral lodestar and all consensual sexual activity is good, healthy exploration, then by what standard should we say that an 18-year-old girl shouldn't make an easy buck by consenting to have her body be used for the night? Saying so would be judgmental. But it's judgment we've lost as a society, the good judgment to determine good sexual decisions from bad. Consent may be able to tell us when sex is legal, sometimes, but it cannot tell us when it is good. The social science tells us that casual sex, let alone its formalization as a career, is bad for women and girls, and to a slightly lesser extent, men and boys. Uh, their emotional well-being and mental health. Of course, many sex workers don't even get the chance to meaningfully consent, like the readers of Teen Vogue. Many victims of trafficking are minors. At least 28% of trafficking victims worldwide are children, according to the United Nations. And the vast majority of all human trafficking victims overall are women and girls. Among those trafficked in the United States, the Department of Justice puts the percentage of victims who are 17 years old or younger at 54%. And nearly 95% of sex traffic victims are female. This is not real work. It's modern day slavery. The empowered real work imagined by Teen Vogue means nothing to the daily miseries of these girls. In fact, instead of standing up for these traffic girls, Teen Vogue has published articles worrying about the adverse effect of legal protections for them on adult sex work. Their priorities seem to always be in favor of the fullest range of sexual expressions for adults rather than recognizing its impacts on the well-being of girls. It's fine to have a decision about, among adult citizens about whether decriminalization prostitution would mitigate some of its many harms, especially to the girls and women who enter the profession out of desperation or with no choice at all. But we don't have to present selling sex as a valid career choice in the pages of a fashion magazine for young girls to have that debate. Inez Step Stepman is a senior policy analyst at Independent Women's Forum. Feel free to follow her on Twitter and share your opinion about her opinion piece. Uh, it's uh, at Inez, I-N-E-Z, Felcher, F-E-L-T-S-C-H-E-R. Thoughts? Of course, this will be, uh, the link will be put in the show notes as well. Amberly? <laughs> oh, I, you should have told me I have a squeaky ball. <laughs> oh, all my pillows are going to be ruined tonight. Where do we start with that one? So my wife uh, came out straight. Um, so if you listen to the last episode, you're like, don't you have a husband? Same person. Um, yeah. <laughs> and well, I know this and we'll yeah. dive into that later in the show. Indeed. Yeah. I, I was just making sure. So when I tell the story, people are like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened in a year? Amberly failed. She uh, a player. She lose them. She throw them away. She marry another one. Okay, go on. <laughs> marry them. The alimony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, no, uh, my wife was in the military, and she had a really bad accident in Iraq, and she is now disabled because of that. What the hell does that have to do with this damn article? We're okay with a ton of jobs in which you use your body, and in many cases, are ruined. We're okay with that. Like, going in the military, coal mining, what's another one? Oil rig? Yeah, because it benefits the government, of course. Yeah, we're totally fucking okay with that. But how dare somebody want to, like, use their body in for sexual giving someone sexual pleasure or even sometimes being escorted isn't even well she talked about pornography too so it's, it's, the, it's the whole spectrum and then i hate i hate people saying that we all come in here out of desperation i came to sex work out of desperation but i could have done other things i could have i could have gone yeah of course you made the decision to 
yeah, pursue I sex could, work. I could have made different decision. I could have gotten, I, I could have gone student loan. Mm-hmm. I, and got into debt that you can't pay. Exactly. I could have gone into debt that I couldn't pay. Well, not that McDonald's is a bad job. I, I'm sick of saying, I, I need to stop saying flipping burgers as if that's not a valid job or a bad Um, I, I It's bad for me, it. but go on. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> exactly. I, I could have gotten a roommate and hoped that we got along. I could have done many different things. I, I hoped her make- boyfriend didn't murder you in your sleep. You know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I could have done a multitude of things. I went with the thing that made me feel the safest and the thing that I thought would pan out for me better long term. I don't understand this. Seriously, we're again, we're okay with people becoming completely disabled. And that's not even, that's just physical. PTSD makes it to where people are killing their families and stuff. Yeah. Well, some, some people would argue that, you know, women in the adult entertainment industry end up with PTSD as well, because, you know, we're just all raped and slapped around by our pips, you know. Those, those are, that's like any other job, though. That's the horror stories. I mean, honestly, I got more PTSD versus fucking Target than I ever got in <laughs> sex work. <laughs> um, I probably have uh, PTSD from all the whoopings I got as a kid, but, you know, that's a story for another day. <laughs> I was a bad kid. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, it comes raining back on me. I suppress those memories. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, shall we do therapy later? No. <laughs> I need it. It doesn't make sense to me. I get it that, yes, most little kids, don't, they think, I want to be a cop. I want to be this. I want to be that. But it's also because they're not presented with other options it, with other options. Exactly. Maybe uh, I've seen little kids that like they like to look good it's not they want to look sexual because they don't have a concept of that yet mm-hmm. but they're really into how they look i know girls that are like then little boys that are like you know they want to look fresh and clean all the time yeah i mean i know usually little girls are like mesmerized by me and always want to like try to play with me uh sidebar i'm not really a fan of children <laughs> love them and all from afar i can be like oh that kid is cute from over there but i'm not like you know oh my god kids um except for like people in my family like you know close family and close friends because i have god kids but in general i'm not like a fan of kids but somehow they're drawn to me these little girls they tell me my dress is pretty or and they know they know you know what pretty looks like and I'm usually shocked because I'm like, oh, where are your parents? And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you actually know, you know, what a good looking person looks like, you know? So it's not like, oh, they're dumb. They just are not exposed to certain things. Exactly. And you can't, you can't want to be something you've never had a concept of. And I'm not saying let's give children a concept of sex. Like, let's not let them watch this that yeah but, of course but that's 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 why that argument is a straw man it's that the straw man argument when it's just a circular logic it doesn't make sense of course we're not going to expose children to that but that's also why they don't concept of it it doesn't inherently make it bad exactly and these this is teen vogue so we're talking any girl from i'm gonna say age 12 who even reads these magazines anymore by the way but anyways i digress any any girls from age 12 and up which i'm thinking by the time you hit 16 17 you're probably not reading teen vogue anymore you're probably just reading vogue exactly 
So, so that's like a small window age, right? Do you really think these girls don't know what porn is and what stripping is or what, you know, adult stuff is at that age? Do you think they're that sheltered that they don't know what that is when it's pretty much all over TV now? Exactly. And like, we, have a, we have proof that even the girls that don't know usually end up are the ones that become teen mothers. Mm, sad. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, we need to stop comparing ourselves to the 1950s America. We need to start comparing ourselves to other countries that do have this lifestyle option and do not have the back law about sex. How is Australia doing? Can we, can we check in on that? How are those kids doing? How are those thriving? How is sex trafficking over there? Oh, that's right. It, it doesn't really exist like it does here in America. Maybe it's I'm hearing logic there. I'm I'm seeing a path. I mean, I'm just like, look. (laughs) I mean, even even in the countries that it is decriminalized, there's still stigma with sex work. It's always going to be there. It's been there since the beginning of time. Even they were hating on Jesus for hanging out with the prostitutes. But I digress. But um, the stigma stigma is always going to be there. I just, uh, I'm just like, Okay, fine. Maybe on career day, you don't want like a strip club going and you can dance here. (laughs) (laughs) Or a porn company going, sign up now and be our contract star. Although, (laughs) you know, I'm just saying like, they're not going to show up at career day, obviously. But if these girls make the conscious decision to get into it, I don't see why we're here ridiculing Teen Vogue for actually being open. You know, this was just a a sensational piece they wrote anyway, that this lady just jumped all over. So, Uh, but things, things just don't seem to be moving forward. But let's move on from this negative energy topic (laughs) and read a positive feedback from iTunes. And uh, guys, please don't forget to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening from and give us a five-star rating. This helps others find us. Okay, so this is June 12, 2019 from Ashq. Did she mean to say Ashley and typed in the wrong words? But anyways, uh, from Ashq and the title was Shouldn't Be Free. This podcast is so, so underrated. These two women are giving us a dive into the lives of companions. They give tips to companions and clients, which to me is so unique, and their conversations are so eye-opening. If you were ever interested in this life, I suggest you listen to every episode. Thanks, girl. And yeah, I mean, people are always surprised that this show is free. The show is free because I want it to get out to the masses, and I feel like this platform is much needed. I saw a tweet today. Um, sluts and scholars got removed from iTunes. Did you see that? It's another, it's another, yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. And I was shocked. I'm like, so is, are they coming for us now? I don't know. So <laughs> keep, keep writing those reviews though. <laughs> keep writing those reviews. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bubble that's about to burst. I, uh, yep. iTunes hates sex anything. And now they're beginning to realize that there's adult content on the service. Well, I mean, but they shouldn't give you a choice to mark your content explicit if you don't want that on your airwaves. But uh, it's fine. It's not like they're yeah. the only games in town. So they're just going to they're just going to market share and everyone's going to move over. Yeah, they're, they're going to uh, be like, um, what's that uh, Reddit? Was it Reddit that banned adult stuff? And now Tumblr, they, Tumblr. Yeah. 
I think some other some adult company is buying it. Actually, I was reading somewhere. I forget who was buying it, and they're gonna. I think Pornhub or somebody is buying it, and they're gonna turn it back to what it used to be. I have to go I, find that article somewhere. No, I, I've heard similar uh, rumors too. It was the dumbest move they've ever made. They wanted to stay on the Apple uh, Play Store, whatever. Mm-hmm. Google, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Google. They were they were up there, but Apple was like, oh no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even Seeking Arrangements app got removed from the yeah. Apple platform because they just are just anti. I don't know, fucking. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> well, uh, their headquarters moved to China uh, not too far long ago, and China's like, well, you can't have the stuff on your platform. Your headquarters here, and they're like, oh, okay. Start Since moving. when is China approved? No, okay. The Joe Rogan podcast with Jack Dorsey, the owner of Twitter, mm-hmm. he goes into how uh, a lot of these, a lot of these major platforms were kind of forced to move to China, and we're not not Hong Kong. Hong Kong is pretty like okay and everything, but mm-hmm. like China is very very like no sex no huh. uh, kind of prudent. I, I would think North Korea would be on that tip, but okay, right? right. <laughs> I guess. Mm, yeah, that's that's a whole different um can of worms to open. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> let's jump into the show, shall we? What the people have been waiting for. Yes, so for those people that didn't listen to your last episode, which I don't know why they didn't, you better go back and listen to it. Please tell the <laughs> listeners about you and you know how you got to where you are today. Uh, I'm a phone hoe. Um, ah, hello, you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> um, I've been a phone hoe since I was 18 years old, so about 13 or 14 years old. Oh, my ago. God. How did you learn about it? Career day? It was career day. <laughs> it, was cool. it was a newspaper. <laughs> Sorry. Go, go on. Go on. It was great. I, 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 as soon as I finished that sentence, I was like, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I've been a phone host since about eight, 18 years old, and then I became starting a body. Um, did it for three, four years, and then I met my, my wife, and she had a security clearance, so I had to stop uh, using my face, but I started using legal content. I purchased uh, the rights to use. Oh, that's why you weren't showing your face. Oh, okay. You didn't mention that in the last episode. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, she's uh, in military intelligence, so... It was so she like, didn't want to uh, blow back or you know on her. It, I figured, yeah, okay. It's considered blackmailable. Um, yeah. So she just yeah, it was it was security precaution. And um, after she got out, I was like, well, fuck it, I'll use my face again. We're fine. Um, okay. <laughs> I I became the uh, I like bragging. I became one of the number one accounts on a website called Night Flirt. Toot your horn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We acknowledge accomplishments on this show. We will not be embarrassed of our success on this show. So please toot your horn. You sound like my therapist. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I was the number one girl for about three years. And during that time, and even after, the only reason why I kind of faltered is because I had children and I took time off. And girls were asking me, how do I be successful? And I started cop- like writing up. I, I answered the same questions over and over and over again. So I just mm-hmm. kind of made- wrote a book. Yeah, I know how you feel. <laughs> That's why we wrote our book. <laughs> <laughs> Literally wrote a 250 page book. Your book is amazing, by the way. Um, oh, thank you. As is yours. And I'm, I'm going to pick up the financial one. Uh, I, I, I need new ways to milk men for money. <laughs> 
Love you guys. Oh, and uh, sorry about me saying I don't like children, but you know, I would like your kids if I met them because I know you. <laughs> I hate, I hate See, all my friends with kids say the same damn thing. They're like, I hate children. I just love mine. So, exactly. okay, I'm not weird. All right, all right. I didn't. Want- I, mean, I don't. I don't hate them. I just. I'm not a fan. Hate I, is such a strong word. I didn't want children, but I let my wife. Um, when I got pregnant, come inside you. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, 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 we were in a good plot in our relationship. I was like, good money. And I was like, do you want to keep it? Because I feel like it's, and I feel like it's a woman's decision, but I decided to give her also a say. Mm-hmm. And she said she wanted to. So I was like, well, all right. And we did. So we decided to have some siblings as well. Uh, okay. I'm not that person who's like, oh, you'll change your mind. Oh, God. They, they try so hard. And I'm just like, eh. I have three boys. I remember the, the last one. The nurse was like, oh, you're going to try for your girl? No. What? She's like, your boys are beautiful. You I'm in three for- kids. It's already too much. <laughs> we were iffy on the third, madam. Iffy. <laughs> Jesus. A fourth. What? Right? I was like, how big a house do you want me to have? I know. And kids are expensive. Some lady told me I'm selfish. She literally said, oh, my God, you're selfish. You don't want kids? You're selfish. And I'm like, what? So all the kids that are in foster care right now, those parents, are are they selfish? Right? No. You know, because the reason why, uh, what what do you call them? DFS or what, what do you call the child protective thing? DFS. Yeah, that. The reason why they come take your kid is probably because you're not a great parent. So, just thank you. I, my mom, my mom was a horrible person. I like to tell people I believe in the right to abortion because I shouldn't be alive. Um, Oh no! But you are here. No, I'm I'm not saying I'm suicidal. I'm just saying that it's. (laughs) She's like, I'm not suicidal. Okay, calm down. But look, I, I have a, a, a lot of therapy. Um, the chances of me turning out any kind of successful were so fucking slim. And so many kids that went through all the shit I went through are not alive today. No kids. Oh, wow. Have, no kids should have to live through that. So if you don't want to have a kid, by all means, don't fucking have a kid. Exactly. I feel like the only people that should have kids are people that really want them. Yeah. Like, there's why force other people? I don't get it. I mean, I know the Bible said you should be fruitful and multiply or whatever shit, you know, but I feel like it was like supposed to be our choice, right? Probably necessarily mean you have to have a child. Exactly. It it could have meant double your business or (laughs) build a business, help your community. And so exactly. Yeah, it it can mean so many other things. But yeah, I digress. But go on. You, you can be a multiple mother to all of us out here that are trying to learn games. I mean, look at Oprah. Oprah could have had a kid, but because of her trauma from her past, she chose not to. Exactly. But she fosters kids in Africa, and that's more than I can say for some of these shitty ass parents out here. But you know what? I keep yep. I keep moving from the subject. Please continue. <laughs> um, the question was, what was my childhood like? Hell. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But see, we're laughing about it, so it's all good. I can laugh about it now. My parents, I had a really good childhood until I was nine. My mom left, and she just peaced out, disappeared one day, didn't come back. We literally thought she was dead. Didn't come back for four years. My dad held everything down. He was such a boss. He even took care of her eldest daughter, which was not his child. As if, mm-hmm. she, with his dying breath, he would have slapped you if he would have said that's not a thing. So um, he was a good man and she comes back and I, all I can remember was this perfect mom and she was drug addict at the time. She 
she was a drug addict. That's all I can say. There's not like it was just the, the addiction was very, very strong. Yeah. My dad was very, very strict. She let me do whatever I want. So I was an idiot 14 year old. I went to go with her. Um, <laughs> and we lived home. And I got to do whatever I wanted until I was like 16. And when she realized I had a sister to go to college and a lawyer and do things with my life, she was trying to get me pregnant. She was trying to get me to have to do What? She wanted me to stay on the government doll. Um, oh, she wanted- yeah, because that's that's a thing some girls do. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. She's like, <sighs> she was like, when you turn 18, we're not going to get a check for you anymore. What are we going to do? And I was like, I thought I'd get a job. Not an option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But wait, started- why did you go live with your mom instead of your dad? My dad was super strict. So my dad was like, you're Oh, kid. so you were like, fuck you. I'm going to go Basically, do whatever idiot. I want over here. You know, like a rebellious child. All right. Yeah, exactly. Idiot, 14-year-old. Idiot. Idiot. Um, but you couldn't go back? Well, my dad was, was in too Dallas. late. My, my mom was in San Antonio. So, oh. Um, okay. And I was not going to tell him how bad things were because then I could never get a chance to come back. Idiot. I, idiot child. I am not making <laughs> Well, I mean, we all make mistakes. Basically, um, at least you are underage when you made it, so you can blame you can blame it on being a kid. I've made some idiot mistakes as adults. Don't you worry. Oh, trust me, uh, we all have. <laughs> so, um, at about seventeen and a half, I had had it. She was very abusive. At one point, her uh, drug dealer came in and she said, "Well, I don't have money." And he's like, "Well, why the fuck did you call me?" She looked at me and take her, and he looks at me. He looks back at her and goes, I don't feel inhuman. He looks back at me and he goes, you probably want to get out of here. And I was like, I think you're right. I think that's wow. I don't deal with humans. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, Thank so, God uh, he didn't choose to take you. Jesus. Right? As big as he was, I would have been fucked. So probably literally too. Um, so I called up a friend and I just started couch surfing for the rest of my senior year. Working odd jobs, you know, trying to make a living, trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to do. And after graduation, I saw a little ad saying I could be a phone ho. And I was like, well, sure. <laughs> Better than going with the, the drug dealer guy. Exactly. I was like, well, mm-hmm. can't be worse than what I have been doing. I rolled the dice. And in a week, I was making four times, uh, three to four times as much as the job that I was working at, which was at a grocery store. So I was like, all right, I'll work this, learn how to drive a car because I never took driver's ed. Um, I'll, I'll get my life in order and then I'll go find a real job. And I, I was making yeah, so much. We've been brainwashed into thinking it's I, not real. I, I was just crazy. I was 18 and from Texas, you back off. Um, mm-hmm. but a real job. You get a real job, child. I'll get a respectable job. Six months later, I was at a party and I looked at all of my friends and they're all talking about how they're broke and they're like all pitching in to buy a case of beer. They're like a couple of them are riding with each other, even though they hate each other, just so they can get to this party. Meanwhile, I was fine. And I was like, respectable is not looking fun. It's not. Yeah. Looking-, <laughs> looking more like Loserville, but you know. Exactly. Like this my case. Not- they're talking about credit card debt. I'm like, I don't understand these words. Um, like, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying I didn't, I didn't spend my money on stupid stuff that I regret now, but I didn't have those. Yeah, we all do. We yeah, all do. That's, that's what landed me to the here. Um, and I, I never really looked back and it opened my eyes to a lot of things. It made me a little bit more worldly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I, I've learned that sex is really not a bad thing. I also learned a lot about sex. 
<laughs> kinks and strange. And I also learned a lot of compassion. This job brings you in front of so many people. You become, I don't know, it's made me a lot less judgmental. I Ain't that the truth. And, you know, as, as you get older, you become less, well, at least, if, okay, let me rephrase that. As you get older and you're growing <laughs> in the right direction, you become even less judgmental and more empathetic to people's plight. Like, now I find myself thinking, okay, for example, I was uh, at some store the other day and this old lady, bless her heart, was the cashier. And no. she did not know what anything was or <laughs> like you, you would have thought that was the first time she was ringing up any items and she was really slow. And I, I look behind me and you can see all the people in line. They're mad as hell. Whereas I'm over there, like, you know, trying to help her through it. Like, okay, now we're going to do this, blah, blah. Because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to be her age and working at a fucking uh, target, bringing up people. Like I felt bad for her before I could even think about the fact that she was slow, but no, she was terrible though. I hope they don't fire her. <laughs> She was terrible, but the whole time I'm thinking, oh, wow, this poor yeah, lady. It's, exactly. It, it's the same thing. Like, it's made me, it, it's opened my eyes to so, so fucking many things. I used to think that every, every single time I would see, like, a, what I perceived as a rich man, I'd be like, that's a crazy motherfucker. This is just how I grew up. Uh, that's a crazy motherfucker. I bet he's, like, always cheating the system on how to get taxes. Then I learned. I was like, oh, so um, just that, that's how you get that car. And it's not as expensive as being, oh, okay, that's how you uh, flip yep. out. Yeah, like yep. that's how you buy apartment complexes in Greece. Oh, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> exactly. I was just like, oh, so it's not that difficult. These aren't the things, the magical, mythical things that I think people have to be the Illuminati in order to get. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, bad. it's not difficult, but I mean, I'm not gonna lie that that information is purposely, you know, taken away from the general public because you know they don't want everybody to be rich. Come on now. Well, it's you know, it's, so you you have to go look for it but you know if you go you find it but some people don't yeah. even know it exists because it's, it's they're not told that it's attainable I like they that. just go oh those rich people ah oh. and then rich people or some rich people that are like new money are like apologizing for being rich i'm like bitch you worked hard like, <laughs> like why are you apologizing for your success nah <laughs> yes ma'am yes we celebrate success over here but anyways okay so you found your way into um, phone sex, running away from a situation, and you turned it around, and now you're rich as fuck, and you're going to be my sugar mommy? Is that pretty much it? I'd love to be. Why not? <laughs> I mean, as long as your wife is cool with it, you know. She's she, she is cool with everything. She's but I mean, I must say, when I saw you at Exotica uh, last year, I told you the story about how I was like, oh, Lord, let's see if this bitch is full of shit with her, <laughs> with her, little, with her little class, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh. Okay, she's not dumb. She's not dumb. And you can make money in this. <laughs> you, but you can make money, you know, in this selling clips, selling uh, voice, uh, audio clips, selling video clips, phone sex. You know, there's money to be made in this business as long as they're horny men. So, yay. Okay, so uh, let's jump right in. Let's talk about funnels. Please explain to our listeners what funnels are and why we should care. Uh, sales funnels. So they're in every successful business. There's not an industry out there that doesn't have sales funnels. Mm -hmm. I think the adult industry is the one where there's just a lack of. So what is a sales funnel? Sales funnel is how you capture your customer's information and or data, depending upon how you go about it, um, so that 
contact them later and sell them something later. So it's giving them something free now in exchange for the currency of contact. People don't think about contact as a currency. I sure as fuck do. Hopefully it makes sense. Yeah, because you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled upon this in on Nightflirt. Nightflirt has a feature where you can do what's called a payment request. So I can mm-hmm. upload I can uh, make a button out of it, put the link to that on my site. And when you click on it, if you have a Nightflirt channel or a prompt you to make one, click on that. You go on to my customer list on Nightflirt. In exchange, you get a free MP3, free video, free photos, uh, free story, free whatever that you're willing to give away. And mm-hmm. now, whenever I go to send out another mass mail, uh, you will get that. Um, and if you click on anything else, so the other powerful thing that I discovered was inside of this request, I could put other items. So I could take all of my best-selling stuff and put it right in front of you before, and you have to scroll past it in order to get your download. So I so you might end up buying more. Exactly. You may end okay. up buying more. Now, let's say that sounds too robust, that sounds too hard. You still have the uh, added person on your customer list. So now when I see that that clicked and downloaded that item, I can send them a follow-up in three to four days and say, hey, you know, uh, I see you got my free video. I'd love to hear what you thought about it. I'd love to hear what you think thought was the sexiest thing about it, mm-hmm. which then opens up conversation, which then opens up dialogue, which then, A, gives you value feedback, but also allows you to pitch something else. If he says, I really love your sexy voice, okay, well, here's another MP3 where I sound super sexy. Um, nice. Really now, is this automated, your follow-up, or do you actually follow it, you know, follow up with every single person on that list that opened it or bought something? I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> if, if you're going to do it wise and you're just starting out and you don't have a ton to do a day, and like, I, I, if I did it for every single person now, I'm doing it for three to 400 people a day and ain't got time with that. So yeah, there nobody are- has time. There are automated ways to do it on Nightflare and other sites. Which, really? Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, you know, I need to play around Nightflare more, but you know, I, I, I'm baby steps. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I didn't realize you could automate that. Okay. Automated, I guess, at more of a mass. Like you can't mm-hmm. schedule it. But what I, you, I do is I go through my customer list every week and I parse mm-hmm. out the people that are new customers that haven't spent anything mm-hmm. and and it's and you're able to look at it on knife Lord as a hey, he hasn't spent he spent it does it actually categorize it for you or do you have to go through your list oh perfect it, it does it shows you exactly how much someone has spent on you all together so i parsed out everybody that is a dollar to fifty dollars and i'm like okay so these are to be converted um and then i have the <laughs> then i have the zero list which is i guess you could say that's still to be converted but like i don't know if this is a fake account if it's a flirt account i don't know what that is so we're gonna uh, work it, but i'm gonna work especially hard on the people that spend at least a dollar yeah because you know they're gonna buy again because they're already into you Okay. Exactly. I'm, I'm lazy. I, I go after the easy dollars. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Get a real job. Anyways, uh, it's funny when you when you posted about funnels on uh, Twitter, because mm-hmm. uh, actually we probably even exchanged DMs because I was at um, Grant Cardone's um, thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we bringing this up. That. We're bringing I it re- up. And I was at Grant Cardone's uh, little three-day thing, and there was a guy on there that talks about funnels. But I remember you said you hated Ty Lopez. (laughs) 
And he was a keynote speaker at that thing. And I could see why you would hate him because he is kind of smug now. He's like that young. He was always smug. New money. Okay. Okay. Breathe. (laughs) (laughs) So I took a picture and I sent it to you and I said, hey, look, it's your husband. He's uh... (laughs) He's a keynote speaker. And you're like, punch him for me. I'm like, whoa. punched the wheel of my car so hard <laughs> but yeah he's like the, one of those young uh multi-millionaires that has started all these businesses and you, you could see the way he was talking completely different from if you watch bill gates talk who is actually a billionaire like there's exactly. there's night and day how these people talk to you and you know it's like they're smug and they they look but he did have some cool points see i always look past see the whole judging thing as you get older and you grow I always look past the exterior and get whatever message I'm supposed to receive. And he did have some cool uh, marketing points and tips or whatever. So I took a lot of notes at that thing. You know, so I was happy. His story does, his real story does inspire me in a way. His real story? Does he have a fake one? Yeah, because he lies. He probably didn't tell you the real thing. I don't even remember what his story was. I mostly remember what I took away from his speech, to be honest with you. But I remember he said, oh, I wanted to be that guy who could go party whenever I wanted, but then I could go away to a farm and be away from everyone. And now I'm that guy because he met some guy that did that and that inspired him and blah, 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 blah. That's you the know. new story he's pushing. Yeah, that's not. That's not, that's not <laughs> oh, what's, what's the story? What's the tea, sis? Um, so he made a bunch of YouTube videos and then he bought YouTube advertising to push them. And so like the long, like he became a meme. He's known as the, um, I'm sitting here in my library, going to get some knowledge guy. That's how he's known. Wait, what? (laughs) Whenever someone says, going to go get some knowledge, it's from his damn commercial that. Oh, wow. So he took like $200 and he put that. He, he started this thing called 27 books or 27 something, 27 steps. And it was based mm-hmm. on, and he was saying like, here's what I learned from these different books. And you pay me $27 and I'll tell you about it. So, oh yeah. I think yeah. he was the one that started up the, um, what is this new company now? Uh, he's coming out with a computer. It, 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 it'll come to me, but basically this, this company just gives you the key takeaways from these popular books. So that way you don't have to that little yeah well this is yeah oh man i forget the name because they always advertise on different uh, business podcasts that i listen to but um yeah okay well so then he would take whatever money came from from people actually signing up and roll Mm -hmm. it right back into adsense so he just soon it didn't matter what youtube video you watched you were seeing his ugly mug for every fucking video for like a year and like youtubers across the entire like creators got they're like, I'm really tired of seeing that. But that's not the annoying part. The annoying part was that he's like, I'm sitting here in my Lamborghini, in my 20 car garage, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's a rental. I can tell. Yeah. My, I can tell. By the well, I mean, he definitely has enough money to own one now, though. So yeah. whatever, whatever his uh, scam was, it worked. <laughs> it, it did. It fucking worked. He took the, his last $300. He went and found a McMansion, did an Airbnb. Made, just spent the entire time 
making videos and pretending like this house was his because it seems like somebody went people have too much time on their fucking hands someone went and found the listing on airbnb where he like did all the videos and there's like all these exposed videos being like motherfucker didn't have the money that's not your house but part of the scam was like in the 27 books he's talked about how he's like my neighbor is cameron diaz and uh, when i was talking to her you never talked to her you little liar (laughs) (laughs) all right Let's stop uh, talking about Ty Lopez because we're getting off topic. But I I only brought that up to talk about the actual photos, but you you just went off. Damn. Sorry. Damn, girl. Your hatred for Ty Lopez is real. But there was a guy on there that started click funnels. That was yes. what I was getting at. And when you started talking about funnels, it reminded me of his um his speech, which is they're all scams, by the way. Because he basically was like, Okay, um, he tells you how to like start speaking engagements and how you can make all this money. He shows you his first clip of his first ever speaking engagement and how he didn't make any sales, and then he went back and realized that you could just do it online, you know, with the webinars. Yeah. And you could sell anything and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. But I like the way his funnels was set up. And yes. I emailed the company. I was like, hey, does this work for adults? Uh, do you have anything for adults? Because they were like, any company we'll work with. So I was, I was testing it. I was like, do, do you have anything for adult entertainers? And they wrote back immediately, no. If this is here in our, in our service notes or, you know, terms of service, please do not use this. <laughs> Please do not use this for any adult business. I was like, oh, crap. Back to the drawing board. And then I saw you talk about funnels. Like, yay, we have to bring her back on the show. But yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> yay, I, yay, yay. Russell Brunson, he does have a good book that shows you how to set it up. It's called Secrets. Uh, dot, is it called Dot Com Secrets? Oh, dot okay. Com Secrets. Okay, ladies, go yeah. get that. <laughs> dot, you know what? Let me let me write this down before I forget. Dot Com I, Secrets. Is it on uh, Kindle? I'm 100% sure it is. Um, I, I, that's not the name of it. It's by Russell Brunson. B-R-U. Yeah, that's his name. Russell yeah. Brunson. I love him. That His book changed. Well, I, I was doing a lot reading the, the ultimate click funnels training update is that the one no it's called no, that's john mesh okay expert secrets no uh, dot com i see it dot com secrets yeah, okay it's a black book it looks like hacker damn it it's only paperback i'm sorry that's the version i have i was pretty sure you would have it in kindle idiot the fuck still has paperback only <laughs> some bullshit Russell, you make way too much damn money. That's all. This is some bullshit. He even paid somebody $20 to convert this for you. Exactly. Ugh. I'll do it for you for free, Russell. Too good. Shit. No, Anywho, that, I'll put this on my list. I was already, when I read that book, um, I got it like three days after it came out. On a lark. It's not like I was hunting for it. I actually did just find it and put it out. And the book, I was already doing a lot of what he but it tightened up my, um, it actually tightened up my approach to creating funnels and it's so powerful because I use it every and I push and get my content out mm-hmm. and it's so tedious that I began to actually my job I love the money but I felt like I was married to my job mm-hmm. so I started automating the process when I started learning how to make this shit on my own I was like oh fuck you like <laughs> I, I don't even have to be there I started waking up to five six sometimes even up to two thousand dollars five six hundred um but sometimes wow all because of your funnels yeah, all because of my funnels guys would just sit there and click 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 um and for those who want to know how to set this up on my website i do have a series on how to go through night 
it's very rudimentary. I'm coming out with a, a 2.0 series for those of us that are a little bit more web savvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so, and that's AmberlyRothfield.com, right? On AmberlyRothfield.com. Um, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's $48 a year. So I think that's like, what, four bucks a month? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be two. I was like, damn, she raised it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Raise your rates. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> We're rolling out an affiliate program here in um, actually five days in five days. So that... Wait, really? Yeah. Tell us, tell me more about this. So that means I can like <laughs> put you on my website, on the show's yeah. website? Hey, let's team up. Yay. Okay. 50% you, 50% to you, 50% to me. And I know Nightflirt also has one too that I need to read up on and figure that out. They do. They have a uh, affiliate program. I want to say I Want Clips has one too. Um, Yeah, I think I'm just going to take some time at some point and go find those affiliates because the site is getting enough traffic now. Might as well make money. I mean, I even had a guy come to me asking how much to put his banner on my thing, but I didn't like his website. It was like one of those clickbaity porn sites that takes you to this and take you know what i'm saying not like straight up hey this is my clip buy it more like click on this and then you might get a virus <laughs> type <laughs> one of those guys like he had so many links on his website it was just it was bad and he seemed like he was willing to pay me whatever but i was just like yeah this is not where i'm trying to go with the brand but i'm like damn did i leave money on the table no you didn't. <laughs> i know i didn't <laughs> Two months is like not gonna be there anymore. So yeah, yeah. So what is one mistake you see people making when it comes to funnels? Uh, waiting. So, <laughs> which sounds like bullshit, but um, girls are like, okay, I'm waiting to get all this content together. I'm waiting to make the perfect introduction. I'm waiting for this. What the fuck are you waiting for? Like my gri- my my hair is turning grayer by the second. Like I don't have time. To wait. <laughs> Start where you're at. You don't have to have a fully robust funnel. Um, in the lesson I teach, I show you how to go about three or four layers deep. You can go deeper. You can you can even stop start at what I call the customer catcher, which is the, the number one thing. Start where you're at. If are just beginning or you have no fucking clue what I'm talking about right now, start mm-hmm. where at. What can you give away that you don't care about giving away? Me, I do a lot of audio. I do a lot of MP3. So it takes nothing for me to make a three-minute MP3 or even a one-minute MP3 and just put it out there. Whatever it takes, um, just start where you're at. If you do video, do video. If you're an escort, um, well, let's show your face on. Um, but yeah, you, you could take a couple pictures and give those away for free if it meant that you get a qualified uh, a, qual- a qualified click. And it's exactly. It's a great way to... Um... I mean, to be honest, it takes nothing to shoot a 10-second clip that you can give away for free. Like Exactly. And even if you don't... I'm just putting it out there because you can literally just have a clip of you walking away. Like... <laughs> Exactly. And that, that'd be a free clip and you can put your name on it and say, oh, the hottest piece of ass. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like it doesn't take much to have something free to give away. Of course, as escorts in our time, we're not giving away free time. But exactly. <laughs> let's, let's already know you. But as far as clips and the, the you know, selling your content. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's easy. I mean, um, a friend of mine, Vivian Masters, shout out to you, girl. She told me how your program has helped her so much. Like, Aww. and now, and yeah, and now she's like creating content and she's really good at editing because she sends me her clothes. I'm like, damn, girl. Right. Looking good because she has this burlesque type look. Like, I love her face. She, like, she looks like Dita Von Teese. Like, that's who she reminds me of. And she's always like, hello, darling. I'm like, girl, you can bank off this. Right. You know? 
she just feels classy. Yeah, she's very, you know, like 1920s, you know, singer, star, you know, with the gloves and the deep, yeah. raspy voice. Like, I love it. I, want, I actually would love to hear her just like sing me happy birthday. No, oh, she has a really that. nice voice. She has a really nice voice. But, um, but yeah, anyways. She, she did. She started doing um, Dale Tunnels. And I, honestly, in my opinion, I feel like as smart as she is, she did not need my help. And she's so fucking smart, too. Um, but that's like, the thing. But that's who you want to be um, mentoring are girls that actually follow instructions and do what you exactly. say. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I also want people to know, even if you're not tech savvy, I was not tech savvy. I, I like to tell people I'm not smart. Like, I... I'm really good at marketing. I'm only good at one thing. I, I, I have eaten paint chips for dead serious. I walk into walls. I sometimes tie my shoes when I remember. Wait, what are you good at? <laughs> I'm only good at marketing. That's oh, well, it. that's the only thing that everybody needs. <laughs> well, I'm only good at one thing. I can't like, even like tie my shoes, but I make so much money from marketing that I can hire someone to tie for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are the best mean girl <laughs> but I'm a nice girl I don't know what you're talking about um, <laughs> but so so basically they need to start where to they start, are start where you are and start today don't put this shit off your site is never going to be perfect why because you're always going to change it your branding I'm rebranding you're all we're always you're changing. always tweaking like that's just that's the one takeaway I was listening to this podcast I know I keep listening to all these damn podcasts but they help um I'm a podcast <laughs> junkie but um this one guy um he went from like zero dollars to a bunch of money like in a few years and they were interviewing him and he was saying the one thing because he also interviewed other billionaires and he said the one thing that he got from them is that they never stop working towards their goal even though shit fucks up or you know Something mm-hmm. didn't go the way it planned. They just, they're so tunnel vision on that goal mm-hmm. that they, they just keep tweaking. They don't give up when they hit the wall. Cause you will hit the wall. You'll be like, there's some days I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. I'll have to get out of bed today. I don't, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> I just want to stay in bed today. You're going to have those days. I the have key, the-, the key is to keep going. Like, don't just give up. When you give up, then all that time you put in was for nothing. You know? I tell people if everything I'm doing now goes tits up tomorrow, I have a really cool story to tell my grandkids. Like, it, other friends of mine who have never gone through their dreams, what is their story? Their story is that they went and worked in corporate America and died. I traveled the world. I got to meet really interesting people. I ended up on the wrong side of Chicago after exotic to Chicago one night. Made it oh, shit. You, you and uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> what is wrong <laughs> with you bitches? Everybody knows it's not Central Park. <laughs> I went to an after party. I got lost. Oh, no. Well, was, you're still alive, so. I have to say, spoiler, spoiler alert, I lived. Um, but, yeah, no, it, I, following your dreams means you're going to have a way more interesting story. And it means you're going to have a lot more lessons teach 
not maybe you don't have kids, but the people around you. Yeah. And it's you're just because you're so happy and good at what you do, it's just gonna ooze and spill out of you anyway. Like you can't even help it. Like no matter who you talk to, even if you didn't mean to touch them in a positive way, you are because you're actually living in your truth, in your bliss, in your happiness. And I know it sounds all hoity toity, but it's true, you know? And I feel like a lot of girls, actually people in general, just see how hard it is and they just give up. It's hard. Of course, it's hard. You think I don't want to sit in bed all day and make 20 grand when I wake up in the morning every morning like Amberly? (laughs) She's rich as fuck. She's rich as fuck, and I'm over here like I don't know, knife flirt. Maybe, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll. No, I'm doing it. Trust me, I'm doing it. I'm just not. I'm just not doing it on your level. But I once I get the funnels, because I'm an automator. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how I make shit happen. Like I'm a very time management automate type person because I don't want to be running helter skelter every time. I need to know that when I need to do this, click boom, boom, boom. When I need to do that, boom, boom, boom. Like I need my systems and everything in place. Yeah. And then I can function. So this click say- funnels thing, mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm, said, I'm with it. You said systems. I swear. To, did you read Robert Kiyosaki's book? You so did. Actually, not him, but all the uh, entrepreneurs talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they all talk about it. They all say systems. And it's true. Because if every time you went to edit your clip, per se, and you had to go find this thing, and you had to go find that thing, and blah, 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 you would be exhausted. But... Uh- If you had a system in place where, okay, I need to shoot. This is everything I need. It's all right here for me. And it's so easy. Then you will be able to produce at a higher rate and you won't get as, you know, annoyed with the whole process, which is what the the funnels does. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, so I said I was going to sign up on your site, but then you raised the rate on me. So I'm scared. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) You have founders discount. That that family, you know, that friends and family discount, you know, because uh yeah. <laughs> so that's it for part one of this incredible sales funnels episode. I hope you guys got a lot from it. Tune in for more powerful marketing tips in part two on episode fifty-six. Until then, I bid you goodbye, you hear. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.